O send out thy light and thy truth, that they may lead me, and bring me unto thy holy hill, and to thy dwelling. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways. Unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 102 beginning on page 464. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my crying, crying come unto thee. Hide not thy face from me in the time of trouble. Incline thine ear unto me when I call. O hear me in that right soon. For my days are consumed away like smoke, and my bones are burnt up as it were a firebrand. My heart is smitten down and withered like grass so that I forget to eat my bread. For the voice of my groaning, my bones will scarce cleave to my flesh. I am become like a pelican in the wilderness, like an owl that is in the desert. I have watched in it even as it were a sparrow that sitteth alone upon the housetop. Mine enemies revile me all the day long, and they that are mad upon me are sworn together against me. For I have eaten ashes as it were bread, and mingled my drink with weeping. And that, because of thine indignation and wrath, for thou hast taken me up and cast me down. My days are gone like a shadow, and I am withered like grass. But thou, O Lord, shalt endure forever, thy remembrance throughout all generations. Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion, for it is time that thou have mercy upon her. Yea, the time is come. And why? Thy servants think upon her stones, and it pitieth them to see her in the dust. The nations shall fear thy name, O Lord, and all the kings of the earth thy majesty. When the Lord shall build up Zion, and when his glory shall appear. When he turneth him unto the prayer of the poor destitute, and despiseth not their desire. This shall be written for those who come after, and the people which shall be born shall praise the Lord. 
for he hath looked down from his sanctuary. Out of the heaven did the Lord behold the earth. That he might hear the mournings of such as are in captivity, and deliver them that are appointed unto death. That they may declare the name of the Lord in Zion, and his worship at Jerusalem. When the peoples are gathered together, and the kingdoms also to serve the Lord. He brought down my strength in my journey, and shortened my days. But I said, O my God, take me not away in the midst of mine age. As for thy years, they endure throughout all generations. Thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of thy hands. They shall perish, but thou shalt endure. They all shall wax old, if doth a garment. And as a vesture shalt thou change them, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years shall not fail. The children of thy servants shall continue, and their seed shall stand fast in thy sight. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Here begins the fifth chapter of the book of Judges. Then Deborah and Barak, the son of Abinoam, sang on that day, saying, When leaders lead in Israel, when the people willingly offer themselves, bless the Lord. Hear, O kings, give ear, O princes, I, even I, will sing to the Lord. I will sing praise to the Lord God of Israel. Lord, when you went out from Seir, when you marched from the valley of Edom, the earth trembled and the heavens poured, the clouds also poured water, the mountains gushed before the Lord, this Sinai before the Lord God of Israel. In the days of Shamgar, son of Anath, in the days of Jael, the highways were deserted and the travelers walked among the byways. Village life ceased, it ceased in Israel, until I, Deborah, arose, arose, a mother in Israel. They chose new gods, then there was war in the gates. Not a shield or spear was seen among forty thousand in Israel. My heart is with the rulers of Israel, who offered themselves willingly with the people. Bless the Lord. Speak, you who ride on white donkeys, who sit in judges' attire, and who walk along the road, far from the noise of the archers, among the watering places, there they shall recount the righteous acts of the Lord, the righteous acts for his villagers in Israel. Then the people of the Lord shall go down to the gates. <clears throat> awake, awake, Deborah, awake, awake, sing a song. Arise, Barak, and lead your captives away, O son of Abinoam. Then the survivors came down, the people against the nobles. The Lord came down for me against the mighty. From Ephraim were those whose roots were in Amalek. After you, Benjamin, with your ruler peoples. From Machir rulers came down, and from Sebulun those who bear the recruiter's staff. And the princes of Issachar were with Deborah. As Issachar, so was Barak, sent into the valley under his command, among the divisions of Reuben. There were great results.
resolves of heart. Why did you sit among the sheepfolds to hear the pipings for the flocks? The divisions of Reuben have great searchings of heart. Gilead stayed beyond the Jordan, and why did Dan remain on ships? Asher continued at the seashore and stayed by his inlets. Zebulun is a people who jeopardized their lives to the point of death. Naphtali also on the heights of the battlefield. The kings came and fought. Then the kings of Canaan fought in Taanach by the waters of Megiddo. They took no spoils of silver. They fought from the heavens. The stars from their courses fought against Sisera. The torrent of Kaishan swept them away. That ancient torrent, the torrent of Kaishan. O oh, my soul, march on in strength. Then the horse's hooves pounded, the galloping, galloping of his steeds. Curse Miraz, said the angel of the Lord. Curse its inhabitants bitterly, because they did not come to the help of the Lord. To the help of the Lord against the mighty. <clears throat> Most blessed among women is Jael, the wife of Heber the Kenite. Blessed is she among women in tents. He asked for water, she gave milk. She brought out cream in a lordly bowl. She stretched her hand to the tent peg, her right hand to the workman's hammer. She pounded Sisera, she pierced his head. She split and struck through his temple. At her feet he sank, he fell, he lay still. At her feet he sank, he fell. Where he sank, there he fell dead. The mother of Sisera looked through the window and cried out through the lattice, Why is this chariot so long in coming? Why tarries the clatter of his chariots? Her wisest ladies answered her. Yes, she answered herself. Are they not finding and dividing the spoil? To every man a girl or two. For Sisera, plunder of dyed garments, plunder of dyed garments embroidered and dyed, two pieces of dyed embroidery for the neck of the looter. Thus let all your enemies perish, O Lord, but let those who love him be like the sun when it comes out in full strength. So the land had rest for 40 years. Here ends the first lesson. Benedictus S. on page 11. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty. Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness. Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim. Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom. Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven. Praise and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 36th verse of the 7th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. 
And behold, a woman in the city who was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at the table in the Pharisee's house, bought an alabaster flask of fragrant oil and stood at his feet behind him weeping. And she began to wash his feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head. And she kissed his feet and anointed them with the fragrant oil. Now when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he spoke to himself, saying, This man, if he were a prophet, would know who and what manner of woman this is, who is touching him, for she is a sinner. Then Jesus answered and said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. So he said, Teacher, say it. There was a certain creditor who had two debtors, one owed 500 denarii and the other 50. And when they had nothing with which to repay, he freely forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him more? Simon answered and said, I suppose the one whom he forgave more. And he said to him, You have rightly judged. Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet, but she has washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head. You gave me no kiss, but this woman has not ceased to kiss my feet since the time I came in. You did not anoint my head with oil, but this woman has anointed my feet with fragrant oil. Therefore I say to you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven for she loved much. But to whom little is forgiven, the same loves little. Then he said to her, Your sins are forgiven. And those who sat at the table with him began to say to themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? Then he said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Here ends the second lesson. Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemy, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, we beseech thee mercifully to hear us, and grant that we, to whom thou hast given a hearty desire to pray, may by thy mighty aid be defended and comforted in all dangers and adversities, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Our judge's reading today was kind of an epic poem singing the praises of you know, God and the people who were instrumental in the victory it gives a couple extra details. One of the main themes of the, of the sort of poem of victory, and this, for those who weren't here, this is lauding the victory of yesterday's lesson in Judges 4. Um, one of the themes is, is the praise of leaders who lead and people who rise to the call to follow. And in in the midst of the poem, we have some chastising of various tribes who didn't follow, who didn't come, uh, you know, who remained in the comfortable place. And in this sort of spiritual life, it's it's the pray, it's, it's the realization that that when we you know hear God's word and and people call people to come and follow, and people follow, great great you know works of God ensue from that. And when we just kind of settle for the captivity that we're in all the time without God's presence, it, you know, it doesn't work so well. Uh, we, we, we're stuck. So praising the leaders and praising the people who respond to the call. There's also some wonderful, it's a, it's a poem worthy of looking at in great detail, but it, there's a lot of Hebrew 
parallelism, which is which is uh, characteristic of Hebrew poetry. A wonderful image, though, at the end, which is pr pretty graphic, where um, the the irony of the story is that at the end, when when um, Sisera's mother is portrayed as looking through the lattice, waiting for him to come home, and and surmising that perhaps you know, oh, they're taking more time to divide the spoil. Perhaps a couple of women for every soldier. You know, that's the spoils of battle. The irony, of course, is that Sisera is dead in the tent of a woman, and he actually falls in this epic poem, sort of at her feet. So, kind of a, you know, quite quite apart from getting a couple women to bring home to bed, she, she, he's died in the tent of a woman who uh, who has put a, a tent peg in her head. There's also sort of that biblical image here that resonates. Some of these kind of biblical images throughout the scriptures. You go back to Genesis three about the head wound that will come to the serpent. You have a a head wound here on the evil man who's who is is put to death by the woman in the head. So a few thoughts there. Uh, just a brief thought on the on the gospel lesson. Um, we should remember when we're hearing the righteous and the sinners, the Pharisees criticizing Jesus for touching or letting this woman touch him. Sinner is is a fairly technical term in these gospels for non-observant Jew. The, the scribes, the Pharisees saw themselves as following the Torah and therefore being zealous for the Torah defined one as righteous. If you were non-observant, you were, were not doing this, you'd be defined as a sinner. And there, and of course, this woman apparently is involved in certain other kinds of behavior. But the the point of the story is that if you define yourself as righteous by your behavior, you're missing the central point that everyone's a sinner. And the point of the story Jesus tells the Pharisee is he's been he may have been forgiven little, so he doesn't love very much. He's not he doesn't realize he thinks he's a pretty good guy, and his love is very cold. But this woman is very aware of her sins and aware of the mercy Jesus has extended. So her worship is lavish and generous, and she loves much. And this reminds us that our experience of forgiveness, the awareness of all that is wrong in our lives, and the awareness of God's grace to us in cleansing us, uh, is the motive for love. Once we experience that, we, we go out and we want to share the love from Christ we've received. Uh, but if our experience of forgiveness, yeah, well, I done a couple things wrong. I guess God has has overlooked. We're going to be very cold. We're going to be cold in our love to others. We we'll have a sense of entitlement. So the experience of grace fuels the experience of love. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. Continue with a prayer for all conditions of men on the bottom of page 18. O God, the Creator, preserver of all mankind. We humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are anyways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate.
that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love, the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Friday and great start to your weekend. Thank you, Deacon John. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Bye, kiddos.